This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. It's morning in the CBD. Words are like bees. Some create honey and others leave a sting. People tell me I'm stupid for cleaning my firearms with honey, but I'm sticking to my guns. Trump belongs in the White House, just like Kim Kardashian belongs in a spelling bee. It's Fresh Start Wednesday with your host, Michael Bortney. A taste of honey, tasting much sweeter than wine. Good morning, and uh, welcome yet again to Fresh Start Wednesday, right here on uh, Fresh FM, your community access radio station. And I'm your host, Michael Bortnick, uh, but today I'm your beekeeper, your honey dripper. I got a case of the hives. Yeah, we'll be talking to you, um, uh, we'll be taking you to the land of milk and honey, and we're going to hold the milk. It should be a sweet show, because it's all about honey and bees, and... Um, so I guess it's welcome to the planet of the apiaries. Uh, here's an interesting fact that we found out recently. Uh, our last name, Bortnik, in Russian, translates to beekeeper. So, there you are. And we open with a taste of honey from the Beatles. And with me in the studio today is someone I always call honey. The sweetest person I know. Aww. Like, yeah, you are. You Thank are. you, darling. Well, listen, <laughs> I don't know what I would do without you. And um, well. So let's just chat a little bit okay. before uh, we start this, the music portion yes. here. Um, we like honey. You like honey. Love it. I uh, use it exclusively in my baking. No processed sugar. 
Have you always been a honey person, as far as you can think? Mm, I probably really back sure, in your from, yes. Youth? Used to have honey on toast as a kid. Did you get if, when you were a kid? Yeah, no, you had a farm. We had beehives. You had yes. beehives on your farm. Yes, yes. Wow, yes, that's yes. cool. Did you ever get stung by a bee? Sure. Really? Yes. Well, I know. I remember I, one flew down the back of my shirt once. Ah, oh. it just got stung. <laughs> really? So, but yeah. you don't have a bad reaction when you when, nah. when that happens. Well, you know, I do. Uh, we we. Later on, the next hour, we're going to bring in Ben Wells from uh, Hire a Hive. Correct. Um, this is a local company where you can have a hive at your home, and we have one. And they manage it. Yeah, right? well, yes. we'll talk all about that, but yeah, we, do, we do have one, and I, I have to go up where it is occasionally to do some weed whacking and some right. my lame landscaping, as I call myself. And I think the first time I went up there, I got stung. And I didn't. I don't know. In the know. second and the third. Well, I, got, I got stung a couple of times, but <laughs> couple I have times. this. I have a horrible. What is it? What's it called? Anaph. You don't have anaphylaxis. You've never had trouble breathing. Oh but no. You have a pretty severe reaction. Yeah, I, I blow yes. up like my. I blow up like Popeye's arms. You definitely and have I, an allergy. Oh, it's terrible. And um, so, I, I I now have a special outfit I wear when I go up there. It looks like yes. a hazmat suit. Just That's to, right. Just to do it the works. Weed wake, but it works. Yes. Anyway, so we're going to be talking to Ben Wells in the next hour uh, concerning hire a hive and so forth um now i know you you for a while there when we he gives we got the honey from the beehive we get quite a bit and uh you had this little company was it called madu oh i wouldn't call it a company well i wouldn't call it a company <laughs> but i just did i just said we had to have a a name for our honey madu is sanskrit uh for honey yeah oh, so it's, it's so we call our honey madu, Ma- madu. Ma- how do you say it uh, madu oh okay well so uh Anyway, uh, so tell me, you bake with it, you cook with it? All the above. You know, it's just, if you're craving something sweet, sometimes I'll just take a little teaspoon of it for that sweet craving, really? you know. And, um, oh, you can make candies, baked goods, sauces, marinades. It's great for everything. Uh-huh. And it never goes bad. That's the beauty of honey. Never. It won't spoil. Nope. I know. I never. put it in my tea every night. I, I and we got all this honey, so might as well mm. use it now. We give it out away. A lot yeah. of gifts. We, I think we, we gave that. some last night to one of our staff yes, members. Sarah had her birthday, and she got yeah. some honey. <laughs> so tell me, what um, what are some things people can use honey for concerning their health? Their health? The only thing I know is like for burns. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I know it's, they use, what is it, uh, uh, Manuka? Let's see. Okay, um, when you have a sore throat or a cough, honey is one of the best and tastiest uh, salves nature has to offer. For a sore throat or cough, yep, okay. Yep, yep. And as I said earlier, you can put on burns, uh, prevents, uh, it's, it's an antimicrobial. And that's been proven. That's not, that's no BS. Um, it can reduce the uh, burn healing time. In fact, like I was going to say, um, Manuka honey especially is good for this mm-hmm. and they're using it in the states in burn units uh, they make special patches you know to cover the burns in manuka honey oh. uh, it makes the wounds sterile uh, enhances healing it doesn't leave much scarring so it reduces scarring um, honey can sterilize all kinds of wounds promote healing reduces pain odor wound size and like i said it's antimicrobial antibacterial and long-term ulcers and wounds after surgery from burns can it can be used, you know, for that. Um, yeah, it's just good for everything. One of those just keeps giving. <laughs> well, I know if you have diabetes, it uh, can lower your 
glycemic right, index? Because, uh, yes, honey has a low glycemic index, uh-huh. lower than sugar, I should say. And it, what that means is that it won't spike your blood sugar levels uh, like sugar will, mm. give you more even. So honey also has a sweeter taste than sugar and can help you use less sweetener on foods. And so obviously it's a better option than sugar. <laughs> and uh, I've heard it's, it helps cancer. Is that possible? Uh, well, honey is celebrated for uh, what they call its antioxidant properties, which uh, antioxidants, um, well, how do I say it? It causes many to wonder if it can help prevent or treat cancer. A uh, 2011 study from Iran looked at how honey affects kidney cancer, and they found that honey is effective in stopping cancer cells from multiplying. And they concluded that it warrants further study as a possible cancer treatment. Couldn't hurt, right? Well, I know uh, (laughs) I've got this little note here. Hemorrhoids. What? Believe it or not, they cause itching. (laughs) Well, listen, you got it. I'll let you read that. (laughs) Yeah, uh, they cause itching and pain. And um, I'm not going to say those (laughs) next. We all know what those are. Well, look, they're not fun. And if you're looking for a home remedy, honey might fill the bill. Uh, A pilot study using a mixture of honey, olive oil, and beeswax as a treatment found that mixture reduced pain and itching as well as bleeding. It's good for psoriasis, too. Mm, I would imagine. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, I know we talked about cooking with honey, and here is a song called Cook with Honey from uh, Judy Collins. All right. Muffin warm and basket brown. Smiling faces gathered round our dinner table Close together, hand in hand I always cook with honey To sweeten up the night We always cook with honey Tell me how's your appetite For some sweet love so fine it's easier than pie to be kind we've been searching for so long now our house is turned into a home cause I always cook with honey to sweeten up the night we always cook Just for you 
sweet wine before dinner that is surely bound to soothe. I always cook with honey to sweeten up the night. We always cook with honey. Tell me how's your appetite for some sweet love? Fresh FM. Honey pie, you are making me crazy. I'm in love, but I'm lazy. Won't you please come home? Honey pie, my condition is tragic. Come and show me the magic. Of your Hollywood song, you became a legend of the silver screen, and now the thought of meeting you makes me weak in the knee. Oh, honey pie, you are driving me frantic. Sail across the Atlantic. To be where you belong, honey pie, come back to me. Lazy. 
Oh, won't you please come home? Fresh FM. Um, sounding a lot like the Supremes, but that was someone called Jessica Mawboy. M A U B O Y. Do you know who that was that sang Honey Pie? Well, actually, I, I maybe. I mean, it's like that's not McCartney. But no, no, no. It was really? a cover, but I can't right, right, okay. at the moment. I All don't right. have it. Uh, Just curious. Thanks for embarrassing me. <laughs> that, wasn't, that was not my intention. I, 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 I usually <laughs> no, know, no, no. I usually know. I know the listeners are okay. interested in, in all, all right. the. Uh, <laughs> Some are. <laughs> anyway, that song, I Can't Help Myself, uh, is one of the most well-known Motown recordings of the 60s and among that decade's biggest hits. And I'm Michael Bortnick, and this is the truth. My allergies were so bad in school that I needed I needed an EpiPen for the spelling bee. Should I? I'm not. I have the, should I? I'm not, I'm not going to make no, no, no laughter. No laugh that. track. Okay. 
Uh, well, listen, oh. um, and don't forget, we're going to have Ben Wells here, yep. hopefully in the, at the second hour, to talk all about Hire a Hive, which we are encouraging people to do. Yes, absolutely. That, you know, That's a win-win. We're going to learn all about the problems that bees are having in the world, and right. uh, w- w- it's a long show talking mm-hmm. about bees and honey. But uh, tell us a little more, if you can. All right. Well, honey is the only food made by an insect and eaten both by the insect and humans. Wait, the only food made by an insect. I'm and trying to think. That's right. Really? The wow. If you think about it, there's a lot of insects. Oh. Wow. Oh, it's it, very interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. Foraging bees have to fly around 55,000 miles to produce a pound of honey. Visiting around 2 million flowers. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. So so don't <laughs> waste a drop of it. I know. I read that somewhere it takes a, a lot to get a drop of honey. Yes. And, uh, and, yes. and, you know, people, obviously, people waste it a lot. And I, 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 I try well, not to waste it. No, but wow. No. <gasps> 55,000 miles a pound. Yep. Wow. Okay. What else you got? Well, as I mentioned earlier, honey will keep indefinitely in a jar. However, it can react to cool temperatures by crystallizing, but it's still perfectly fine. And you can read about that. I just want to say real quick, they did find honey in Tutankhamun's tomb, over 2,000 years old, and it was crystallized, of course, but perfectly fine to eat. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Crystallizing means it kind of gets hard. and Yeah, kind of gritty. It's not that golden liquid, but if you just sit it in that container and say hot water, it'll become that golden liquid again. So it's the same, honey. Even if it's oh, crystallized, sure. you can sure, spoon sure. it into a cup of tea. And it'll yes, be... of course. Whoa, wow. Okay. Tell me more. Right. I, this is very interesting. Cats cannot taste honey because they lack the taste receptors to do so. Ooh. So I wonder what it is when they taste honey, what it tastes like. <laughs> they probably, maybe they won't even go for it. Wow. They have no desire. I don't know. Let's try it on the next um, cat we see. <laughs> Bumblebees do not make honey in the way we think of it, but they do have their own version of honey. Well, is that so? Mm-hmm. You, you see bumblebees, on, they're doing that. They're out there with the bees. But where do they go and where do they, where's their hive and that all that? That is a mystery. We'll have to do oh, a show on that. Well, I, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well, um, and there's nothing better than wild honey. And that's, mm-hmm. I guess, that we kinda, it's kinda, our honey's kind of wild it's honey. It's pretty wild. Okay. Well, I know you like YouTube. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I found a song from YouTube called Wild Honey. Love it. So we're going to play a, a song called Wild Honey, then a second song called Wild Honey, and then, uh, okay, anyway, here's the YouTube, just for you, here's YouTube Thank called you. uh, Wild Honey. <laughs>
te reo irirangi o te tau ihu o te waka a Māori. Irirangi o te tauihu o te waka Māori, Fresh FM, tauke! Down in Dallas, near the palace, I met a boy who was so cute. I loved his hugging, I loved his kissing, as we sat in his little red coop. He said, tell me, come 
confidentially How much do you love me? Well, I thought a while and then I smiled And this is what I told him, don't you see? I love you, honey, I love you, money I love your automobile I love you, baby, I don't mean maybe You're the sweetest thing on wheels I love your kisses, I wouldn't miss it Most of all, I love your automobile You know, that was Patsy Klein. Patsy Klein. That was Patsy Klein. That was called I Love You, Honey. <laughs> that, that was in her first recording session, oh which my. took place January 5th, 1955. Wow. Nashville, wow. Tennessee. That's the first. I guess that was one of the first Ooh. songs she ever recorded. Cool. And I checked that the, the, the that Beatles, what was that called? The, honey Pie. Honey Pie was a guy called Tico Morales. Nice voice. Something like that. Hmm. Tico de Morales. Okay. And preceding Patsy Cline was a honey song from a girl called Anna Voss. Okay. Just to keep up with all that. Um, (laughs) Let me see here. Um, Let me, what I want to tell you. Oh, okay. You know, I was looking really hard for a song from Sting. Mm. Couldn't find anyone. And then I was looking for the Honey Drippers that said Robert Plant. Sure. Couldn't find anything there. And, And of course, the Bee Gees and... <laughs> I, I thought it would be cool That's to find you know something that would match up with that, but I uh, uh, couldn't fit the theme there. Okay, oh. now this is going to have quite a bit of information. Okay, you use almond milk, no, don't I you? No, I don't. I use coconut milk. Well, that's just as bad. No, it's not. <laughs> well, the coconuts that we have a problem with with monkeys or something, don't we? Or, <laughs> anyway, okay, forget, forget that. The palm oil. Yeah. No, no, it, no. I think coconut oil or coconut milk is way better for you. I mean, well, I just prefer it. I, but people do use almond. Oh, milk. sure, sure, sure. I know you can buy dairy-free people. Absolutely. Well, <clears throat> if you use almond milk, uh, th- here's a very inconvenient truth behind your almond milk obsession. Yes. Now we're like again America, where, mm, where, where they sure. where they purchase everything and eat everything. The average American eats two pounds, which is about 900 grams of almonds every year. Ooh, is that a lot? That seems like a lot. Yes. Two pounds. Well, some I people think. eat them every day, so that would add up pretty quickly. Well, we we yeah, have almonds. We eat almonds, right? I yeah, but. Okay. Not, I mean, they've been there. I can't remember the last time I purchased. Okay, okay. I don't. Well, anyway, America. Just don't eat them much anymore. America eats more almonds than any other country. Yes. 
U.S. almond milk sales have grown 250% over the past five years uh, to reach 1.2 billion, whatever that billion probably almonds or pounds or something like that. It's four times that of any other plant-based milk. Mm. What other plant-based? There's coconut milk. There's Oh, there's oat milk, rice milk. Okay. Almond milk is the first choice. Uh, Coconut milk. (laughs) Now, bees are essential to the functioning of America's titanic almond industry, and billions are dying in the process. Mm -hmm. So since we love the bee, this is the story. Right. At least half of United States commercial beekeepers' revenue comes from pollinating almonds. Selling honey is far less lucrative than renting out colonies to mega farms in California's fertile Central Valley the home to 80% of the world's almond supply. But commercial beekeepers who send their hives to the almond farms are seeing their bees die in record numbers and nothing they do seems to stop the decline. A recent survey of commercial beekeepers showed that 50 billion bees, that's that's more than seven times the world's human population, Mm. were wiped out in a few months uh, during the winter of 2018. Oh, that's terrible. 50 billion bees. Uh, wow. More bees die every year in the United States than all other fish and animals raised for slaughter combined. Sad. Beekeepers mm. attributed the high mortality rate to pesticide exposure, diseases from parasites, and habitat loss. The almond is doused with greater varieties of uh, pesticides than any other. Uh, one of the most widely applied pesticides is Roundup. Boo. Which... Uh, <laughs> I know we never we don't use it because we never, don't want to hurt. I will not allow it because no. we, we don't want the bees to get anywhere near for it. For many uh, many years, hey, it works on it works on pesticides. I must say, but uh, anyway, it has been so shown. So do other things. <laughs> uh, um, Roundup has been shown to be lethal to bees as well as it could cause cancer in humans. Now, of course, the one who makes it is Monsanto, and, and they deny anything about <laughs> cancer. They deny the link. So oh, you know, I now also bees are exposed to all kinds of diseases in California. Um, there can be hundreds of thousands of hives from multiple beekeepers in one staging area. It's like letting your bees go into a singles bar and then they have unprotected sex or something. Anyway, so if you maybe just we don't have to drink that much almond milk. I know um, New we Zealand's don't. not a problem. I don't. I, if I it's, mean, the whole country, it's all America, but still. Cocoa milk. Yeah, cocoa and I think milk. we'll learn later in the show we're going to chat with our bee expert, Ben, ben. Wells, and he'll, he may have something to say about that. Okay. So, with that in mind, uh, here's James Taylor with Honey, Don't Leave L.A. Oh, no. 
say, baby, don't you leave LA. Hey, hey. I heard it said that you had it made with your moving star. But oh, how right you are. If that's really about the best you can do, bitch, come on. You move my soul, so I play the role of your back door man. Yes, and now I can't really complain, cause I love you. Money don't leave LA. That baby is so far away. Begging you see the play, begging you, baby. They don't know nothing down in San Tropez. Rainbow Bay, Mama, don't you leave LA. Irirangi o te tau ihu o te waka a Maui. Fresh FM.
Zealand On Air, supporting Fresh FM. Those are a few f- uh, songs we all remember from the past. We had Abba with um, that Honey I thought honey, that was Abba. Yeah, Honey Honey song. And then th- this was the Archies, who the would Archies. be the uh, a cartoon band. They had yes. a num- the number one hit in 1969. Sure. I don't know who they actually were. Do you? Uh, no. No? No. All right. Tell me what's next. What do you got? Well, like we said, that was the Archies, a cartoon band with a number one hit in 1969. Um, despite its name, research now shows that the contrary to former belief, the honey badger is primarily keen on eating the larvae form of honeybees in a nest rather than the honey itself. The honey badger is primarily a carnivore, and in Utah and the USA, uh, it's known as the beehive state. It's not because there are a lot of bees in Utah, rather the state was settled by Mormons who valued hardworking, industrious folk. And now there are beehive symbols on everything in the state, including the flag. In Wellington, New Zealand, the beehive is called that because of its shape and all the hard work done there. That's like our parliament building. Uh, 
Uh, also, they drone on and on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ramses III, the ancient Egyptian pharaoh, offered a river god a honey sacrifice. 30,000 pounds of honey were dumped into the Nile River. A lot of miles of bees. <laughs> and perhaps the most bizarre honey fact relates to the ancient Egyptians. There are records from 1550 B.C. referring to the use by women of honey applied to linen sheets, whatever beds, to prevent pregnancy. <laughs> Does it work? Uh, I'd say not. All right. I got this one just for you, honey. This Thank is, you. Uh, your, your My man, honey. The, you <laughs> love this guy, Blake Shelton. <laughs> I love Here, him. <laughs> here's Blake Shelton just Thanks. for you. Bye. thinking about us and you know I ain't good at this stuff but these feelings piling up won't give me no rest this might come out a little crazy a little sideways yeah maybe I don't know how long it'll take me but I'll do my best you be my soft and sweet I'll be your strong and steady you be my glass of wine I'll be your shot of whiskey you be my sunny day Came out a little country, but every word was right on the money. And I got you smiling, honey, right back at me. Now hold on, cause I ain't done. There's more where that came from. Well, you know I'm just having fun, but seriously. You be my Louisiana, I'll be your Mississippi. You be my little Loretta, I'll be your Conway Twitty. This talk, nothing left to do but fall in each other's arms. I could have said I love you, could have wrote you a line or two. Baby, all I know to do is speak right from the heart. You'll be my soft and sweet, I'll be your strong and steady. You'll be my glass of wine, I'll be your shot of whiskey. You'll be my sunny day, I'll be your shade tree. You'll be I'll be your honeybee You be my Louisiana I'll be your Mississippi You be my little Loretta I'll be your Conway Twitty You be my sugar baby I'll be your sweet ice tea You 
New Zealand On Air, supporting Fresh FM.
Okay, that was uh, the Supremes, of course, the Supreme Supremes with a song called Honey Bee, Keep on Stinging Me. Uh, okay, uh, my Michael Bordnick and Grace, I'm going to give you a riddle. Are you ready? All right. What? <laughs> I, hate, I hate this one. <laughs> what do bees style their hair with? Hmm, what do you think, Ben? Uh, oh, yeah, I know we got Ben here. We'll How do bees comb their hair? Okay, don't drag oh, it oh, out. <laughs> they, co- they comb their... They, they use honeycomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen. He's got a million of them. Okay, uh, okay. I know Ben is here now, and we're going to be chatting with him from Hira Hive, where for a small charge, you get a great way to keep bees, get delicious homegrown honey, and let someone else do all the work. <laughs> but before we talk to Ben, I'm sorry, Ben, we're going to talk to Bob. Uh, usually Dylan, and uh, all we could find out to link up with today's theme was Dylan covering an old song called The Honey, Just Allow Me One More Chance. So here's Bob, and then we're going to get to the interview. Okay. Yay, okay. All right. Honey, just allow me one more chance to get along with you. Honey, just allow me one more chance to do anything for you. I am walking down a road with my head in my hand. I'm looking for a woman needs a worried man. It's just a one kind favor I ask of you. Allow me just a one more chance. Listen online anytime. Freshfm.net. Kiss me, honey, honey, kiss me. Thrill me, honey, honey, thrill me. Don't care even if I blow my top, but honey, honey, don't stop. I'd like to play a little game with you A little game especially made for two If you come close then I will show you how Closer, closer now 
friend of fresh join today and help support your community access radio station details on freshfm.net I think that was Patsy Klein again. I'm not quite sure, but I'm pretty sure it was Patsy Klein once again. Uh, Love me, honey, do. 
And uh, now, I know you guys, yes. you guys have been chatting away chatting like crazy. Away. Uh, so interesting. So anyway, I've got now in the studio, I've got uh, Ben Wells. And um, Ben Wells, I don't know anything about you. I, I just met you maybe a minute ago, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you but can, we've you, met. We're old buddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, oh, you've already been talking. So I got a million questions. So wait, are you a local guy? Yeah, I grew up um, down French Pass, Marlborough Sounds, down by Duval Island there. Oh, how nice was that? Was that cool being a kid? Yeah, though? pretty lucky, eh? I just <laughs> want to get back down there, really, to be honest. <laughs> uh, how old were you when you left that little corner? Um, we went out for college and stuff like that, so yeah. So where'd um, you go to school then? Uh, Nelson Boys. Oh, right. Yep. Oh, yeah. well, I'll talk to you about something else a little later on. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I used to work there. Well, but now you're probably how old are you? Can I ask? Uh thirty-four. Okay, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're looking good. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, thirty-four. It's all, that, it's all the beekeeping. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, so okay, you're out there in French Pass. You go to school and la la la. Then you move into the Nelson area. I'm assuming. Yep. So uh, that was then. Did you do anything before you did the bees? Oh, I've done all sorts of jobs, man. I'm one of these guys that sort of likes to bounce around and learn as much as I can while I'm here. Um, what was another job you had? I'm a builder by trade, I'm a baker by trade. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I've done a few things. Eh? you ever bake with honey? Uh, no, well, not back look then. No, no, the bees came after the, the baking. So. so the baking, the this and all that, and you just... Now, the beekeeper that we had for this Hyrahybe was a guy named... Glenn Howard. Howard. Yeah, he's a mate of mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, good guy. Yeah, yeah, he's Great. awesome, man. He yeah. actually came by a few years ago when my granddaughter was visiting, our granddaughter was visiting, and she was... She had this, what's it called? The fear of bees. A there's phobia. A, there's a phobia. I, I <laughs> yeah. actually have it here. It's called yeah. uh, melissophobia. Really? Melissophobia or uh. apipophobia. Is it apiary? Anyway, so she was deathly afraid, and, and he came by, put her in the outfit, took her right up to the uh, uh, the box there and took yep. her out and showed her everything and had her put the smoke in. Well, and today, at 15 years old, she's mm-hmm. taking a, a course in beekeeping. She's in the Wicked. club. Face so, to fear. Yeah, she's in a beekeeping club, so how <laughs> Plus, cool. let's let Ben know our last name is Bortnik, and it used to be Bortnicker, and it's Russian, and it means beekeeper. Oh, wow. We, I wow. mean, we'd heard this years ago, but we verified <laughs> it's in the it. Lineage. It's in our blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry I mean, to interrupt, honey. But <laughs> no, so, okay, so anyway, so you, your mate, he quit the business or something that it got, and gave Glenn. it to you? Glenn. Yes, yeah, he sort of, um, I mean, probably seven, eight years ago, I actually purchased my first nucleus colony off Glenn, um, just out of the paper, you know, I rung him up, and, yeah. and that's how I first met him, you know, and um I started beekeeping from then on, and then, yeah, just as time went on, I, I was lending a bit of a hand. He was teaching me, you know, everything he knew, and, um, yeah, here we are now, really. I've so taken, he, taken over the show. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, if you can say, why did he decide not to do it any longer? Um, oh, I don't know. I think he just had other uh, life challenges and things going oh, sure. on and, okay. and moving around, too, I think, potentially. I think he was looking at moving out of town. So um, you are now Hira. Are there many comp- Are there many Hira hives in the country, or are you the only one that's called Hira hive? No, there's only one. Uh, that's Hirahive.co.nz. Yeah. Let's remember Hirahive.co.nz. And, yeah. and so when you you must have a lot of property. You got to keep a lot of. How does that? You're not yeah. living in an apartment. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got containers full of gear, and that there's generally quite a bit of gear when it comes to beekeeping. Yeah. yeah, it's when you start off that's the biggest problem. You're running out of gear, but after seven years, you've got gear everywhere. Gear being <laughs> gear being boxes and stuff like that. Yes. Or what? Yeah, yeah. Hiveware. So where basically. do you keep all that hiveware? 
Uh, it all goes into containers, really, and and shut like up a big for the storage winter. container. Yep. You mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. But so those are not having bees in them in the containers. No, 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 <laughs> no. These are a lot of this that they're honey supers and boxes that come off um, over winter, and then they go back on over the honey flow or nectar flow through ah. summer. Yeah. So the, where do those come from? Do you bet them build them, or, do they, or is some company making the hives? Um, yeah, companies. A lot of companies okay. make them, or they um, you get them flat pack and, and assemble them yourself. Um, oh, if I wanted to do that, and I don't. Yeah. But if I wanted to do that, what would it cost me for a, a kit to make a beehive? I think like roughly from, uh, at a guesstimate, I think it's about $250 oh. is what the hive wears worth without the bees. Without Just the one bees. one hive, yeah. Really? And, yeah. And that alone, the bees won't see that from afar and say, oh, there's a nice. We, I, <laughs> no, okay. that's an expensive you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get the, <laughs> It's a nice condo. Well, you got to get the, the bees to come over and. Or you got, yes. So. How does that happen? Um, oh man, it's fascinating. With with the, the queen bee has a, a pheromone, so she has a real scent to her that all the other bees know, you know, and respond to. That's the, and that's how they sort of know that that's them or their colony, their tribe. Um, oh, wait, but I'm going to back you up. Where do you get a queen bee? Um, a queen bee. Well, they the bees make a queen bee. So. All, all worker bees are females, all honeybees, yeah. and the, the difference between a worker bee and a queen bee is she's fed a diet of royal jelly, um, and she's about, I think it's 16 days to hatch, whereas a, a worker bee will be 21 days. So okay. basically they're getting a, a more, they say it's a starved diet, but I think it's just a, yeah, not as um, rich a diet. And and that dictates what makes a queen, basically. But if, but if, but if all I had in my hand was a queen, or in my box was yep. a queen, wh- where are all these other bees come from? She lays eggs then? Yes, yes. Okay, so she, somehow she becomes a queen. Yep. I know you can buy a queen, can't you? Yes, yeah. you can, yeah. And yeah. then she They're just like start gold. <laughs> I, yeah. What does it cost for a queen? I'm curious. Um, the industry's changed a bit. It goes up and down. But uh, sometimes early spring you can pay up to $100. For, for one good, bee? Yeah, a mated queen too, wow. you know, a good one. And then she's going to start in laying eggs like a yep. maniac. Yeah, and then you can yeah, she, you can drop her in, in any sort of um, hive that you've set up without a queen um, and introduce her to them and, and she'll take over that colony. Um, wow. There's a few different ways and techniques to go about it. But yeah, b- um, basically, long story. So How you can only have one queen. There can only be one. Sometimes there's two, but it's because she's the older one's lost her pheromone or something, and and she's still cruising around, but laying the odd eggs, but she's slowed right down. Um, And how many eggs can she lay in a... Oh, they go mad when it's summertime. <laughs> like they can, I think they could lay up to a thousand a day. You what? know, and, and um, a thousand a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they um, on on probably one frame, you know, almost wow. um, with all the cells that are on there. But um, yeah, so th- there's a lot of troops coming through. I mean, they, a summer bee only lives for sort of six weeks, roughly. Right. Hence, mm-hmm. why she's laying mm-hmm. so many eggs every day because there's yeah, as they're they're getting born, they're dropping. So her off little babies live six weeks. If I can yep. use that. A summer bee only lives six weeks. So it, wor- it starts off as a, a nurse bee in the hive or whatever with its its duties, you know, in the hive. And then it slowly um, upgrades to, you know, going out for orientation flights and getting <laughs> used to, you know, uh, where they are going out with the other bees. And they forage the last, I think it's sort of three weeks of wow. their life for the honey and uh, the nectar, sorry, and the pollen. Oh, um, my goodness. And the yeah. queen can live longer? 
Yes, mm. the queens can live for about five years, five I think. Years. Yeah, but a lot of guys don't keep them that long because they sort of slow down and they they're not as. Their fair yeah, they don't lay as fast, you know, so uh, you're not getting a real grunty wow. hive. Um, now, how but, long have you been doing this? You know a lot. Um, about seven years or something. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was just into it. You know, if, I, if I'm real into something, I can learn anything. Well, have you been? Basically. You haven't been at our house for seven years, have you? Have you? Oh, um, no, 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 no. No, I was beekeeping well before Hira Hive. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah how, I used to do Manuka honey. How long you had the Hira Hive business yourself? Um, I've only purchased that off Glenn last season. Okay, so yep. that's right. So yep. And I used to work with him over the years, uh, help, uh, mainly uh, helping him get the honey off and doing the, the grunt work. You we're, know? So happy. <laughs> yeah, we're so happy that you're... Uh, I love it. I, guess, here's my, I have a silly... The, I can't, if I get stung, I've got a problem. You must yeah. get stung all the time. Yeah, man, I've had plenty over the years, <laughs> eh? and, and working other guys' hives as well, and in and, and different weather conditions and stuff, it can get interesting. Well, um, not, does that hurt? <laughs> yeah, not so much anymore. I don't swell up anymore. Well, um, I, used to, I used to, I swell up like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Do you swell up too? <laughs> no, not, not so anymore. bad anymore. What, no. Your body kind of gets used to the. I think it does, but I probably should be more careful because, uh, you know, I've had that many, it can build up to a point where you can become anaphylactic mm. I think yeah. you know with one sting could be what's the you know but you have that that, that what do you call it does that, does that outfit have a name um, yeah I've got a pretty good one like it's a triple layered vented suit and da dee da and, and, and they're good you know but the bees they still get in places eh? they yeah <laughs> they find any hole you know sometimes well okay that's uh, but I, they're nice this time of year they're all you know when it's a nice hot day and, and if you've got nice temperament hives which most of them all are yeah. anyway they're generally pretty happy to, to be opened up on a nice day and, and you go through them checking them and that um when you sort of have to go through them on a not so nice a day, they they yeah they let you know. Well, you know, <laughs> you know where our hive is located up yeah. up there. I I have to go occasionally and chop down the weeds. Yeah, yeah, round the. And yeah. I like to get. I have to do the whole area and get. Cl- and so I have a. I've created my own suit. Yep. <laughs> it's hilarious, <laughs> but it keeps the it keeps me from getting stung, which yeah, is uh, yeah. so. Yeah, I've probably got a few old ones. Actually, I could probably give you one. Well, that would be funny. Be safe up there, do the gardening. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, so how many? If I had a count, how many bees are in an average hive? Uh, a nucleus colony probably averages about five thousand, and that's just a little small hive, like four or five frames. Mm. Um, a standard sort of single box one, I suppose, in the flow, maybe twenty to fifty thousand bees. So that's like is our, that our, what we have? Our hive like that? Yep. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, that's yeah. It'll be twenty yeah. to fifty thousand. You know, when they're in the peak of the flow, there can be a lot, lot of bees in there. Um, yeah. Now, what were we talking earl- uh, earlier about the um, the fact that a bee has to fly like uh, ten thousand? Is it uh, 10 million trips to make a pound of honey? They got, is, could that, yeah, that that's probably sense? about right, I think. They, I think one bee makes about a teaspoon of honey in its life, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Working its guts out. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, So yeah. people should appreciate the, we the, should, when they take yeah. a teaspoon of honey with the work. Don't of, waste a Absolutely, drop. yeah. And yeah. I think the most important thing is actually leaving the bees with enough honey for themselves. Mm. Um, the more I've sort of been in the trade and seen everyone doing it and that, but feeding the artificial sugars out. Mm. I mean, sometimes you've you got to, you know, to keep them alive if they've run out of tucker or whatever. Um, but, yeah, some of them that, that have the sugar diet through winter, it's I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> so w- w- when the time comes to harvest the honey, yes. a certain amount comes down. I know we get yep. we get a, we get X, you get X, yes. and the bees get X. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the way to do it. Something. Yeah, I try to leave them with a box of honey normally, you know, if, if possible. Um, 
and that way they just yeah you know the bees need their honey I think hey, it's so important oh, <laughs> more than we do. more than we do yes so yeah. we, we were talking earlier about the almond industry are you are you aware oh of yeah it? well that's um you're, you're expo- hip to that exploitation at its <laughs> finest really yeah okay we're officially off almonds all yeah. together yeah <laughs> we shouldn't be supporting it you know no. but um. Yeah, it's sort of sad, but it's that's where the states is at now. They've lost that many bees, and it's sort of through a lot of factors: modern agriculture, fowl farming, the way that they're yeah working them really, and they have to move them all around the country because they don't have enough bees, you know. For mm-hmm. and the bees don't like that. I don't think they like to meet other bees. Oh, it's not natural, you know. Right. It's totally going against nature's sort of way and what they know, you know. I think, and you're just selectively breeding them further away from from that you know um original bloodline and and memory that they have anyway which yeah you're kind of breeding zombie bees you know i suppose (laughs) (laughs) which yeah i'm not i'm not into that you know i'm trying to sort of breed them the other way a bit and and let them yeah you know be bees i know all my just random questions coming through my head how if i'm a bee how far do i go i want to get to a flower or something right yeah if there's a flower next to the, my house, am I going to go there more easily, or am I going to fly f- um, miles and miles? Um, I th- I think they they say that they can go up to about three kilometers because it's normally when you're moving, say, a hive from a location to a new location, you want to go about three kilometers or further, you know, because they they're actually um, on GPS kind of, but an organic GPS. So they I don't know they use the sun and like ley lines, like energy lines on the planet that they it's how they mm. locate, you know. So sometimes if you've moved them away and not far enough, they'll actually fly back to where they were and there's no hive there anymore. But <laughs> wow. that, that's what they're, they're located in like that, you know. Um, well, I remember yeah. I asked Glenn that once. I said, how far will they go? And he said, as far as they need to. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's true. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, they'll change their flight paths yeah. all through summer where they say yeah. they're heading over to that, you know, that big gum tree because uh-huh. that's um, mm-hmm. excreting nectar and flowering. Then all of a sudden they're off, you know, in another mm. direction. Um, yeah, so they're, they're very resourceful. They're just, they're always on the... And the you have all those lavender. Is that lavender? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, they I know they're all over that lavender. They must like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over Does it. that make our honey, is that good lavender? Is that good for yeah, honey? Yeah, you get a very floral honey, I think, eh, with a lot of those oh. sort of flowers. Delicious. Oh, oh, it's so delicious. Yeah. It's so delicious. <laughs> okay, now let me see what I got here. You have clients and you have yourself. What's a, a, a minus or is a negative factor about being a beekeeper? I guess that would be the question. Um, the only real negative one, I think, really is just the challenges um, with a lot of the way it's going with modern yeah, agriculture, farming, you know, a lot of the herbicides, pesticides, fungicides, mm. all of this sort of stuff being used um yeah and i mean even backyarders using stuff like your glyphosate and all of this stuff because it just attacks their central immune system you know and i mean it affects us just as the same i think we were talking about roundup um, yeah 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 yeah, that's glyphosate yeah uh, we have it but we don't use it we don't have it and it's bad for us you better throw it out yeah it's it's pretty old um, yeah, it's people, been banned in most countries. Yeah, people know. do oh, use yeah. it. I think in New Zealand, don't they use Roundup? Yep, it's, yeah, flat yeah. out everywhere. Yes, um, yeah, they do. And I mean, sometimes there's a time and a place, you know. I'm not completely against it, but I, I think, 
yeah, just that, that awareness when people are spraying it round willy-nilly over all the flowers and stuff. Yeah. And then the bees come along, go oh. on there, and then they take it back to the hive. You what what, what so. would be a good thing to use, let's say, to, for pest, weed control, pest control, that would be okay for the bees? Uh, I have done a bit of gardening as a sidelining too because yeah. I'm a bit of a green thumb as well <laughs> and know a bit about it. But I have used the guys down in Tahuna, their Golders vinegar. I think he does like a, a refined or a distilled vinegar. That's, oh, it's really strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's quite a good product. It's probably not as strong as some of the chemical ones for sure. But Golders? Um, Golders vinegar? Yeah, I have to yeah. look it up. I'll um, make a note there. He's a real cool dude, it's but being he's doing down. a good thing. It's you know? being re- recorded. We're going to probably have some tomorrow. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, feeling. yeah, he needs <laughs> okay. a shout out because he is doing a good thing, you know. Um and what about your clients? That I mean, obviously, look, we're we're one of your cl- we're one of your yep. clients. I'm very happy to meet you, and uh, I'm in love with the whole process. But do, are there certain people who, oh, it's too expensive, or I don't want that much honey? I mean, what, what kind of complaints do you get? Um, the sometimes the people they have too much honey, and I think, well, you can give it away. People will love you for it. You know, we, we <laughs> gave, we gave away, uh, caring, you know? We gave some away last night. We give it away <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so, so good for that. But people think, oh, I'm paying, I could just, I don't need this much honey. Then, yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people do. They think, oh, I'm getting the honey out of it. And, and and But then you have the other people that think, oh, I'm here for the pollination. You know, the honey's just a, a bonus, you yeah. know, or it's a, a gift from the bees, you know. Is exactly, it, is the pollination is for the, the plants. And, of course, the, the life of the bee, we, I think the bee is such a critical animal on yes, the planet. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's for the bees, it's for the flowers, and it's for the honey. Yeah. yeah and it's... Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great value. The, tell me, I just think we just paid you. Did we pay? Uh, well, we haven't had internet. I can't do my internet banking, but oh, I did yeah. get your invoice. And as soon as we get our modem today, we'll. Yeah, we've had internet <laughs> problems. You get your money. But, but <laughs> roughly, uh, what does it cost for the, a homeowner if they have a hive? Um, the way Glenn had it set up, I think it was about th- two ninety plus just for the first season, mm-hmm. and then I think it goes mm-hmm. to about three forty. Mm-hmm. And, what, um, and, and that's and I've just kept it the same because that's. So if you had, let's see, do some math. I think we get oh, how many of those little. 500 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 500 30 mil. ml pottles. 3,500 mm-hmm. mls. And so mm-hmm. if, if I did the math for 30, you paid. About 15 kilos, I think, roughly. Mm-hmm. So it's about 15 bucks or less for a, for a, for a, jar. For a, for a little jar. Yeah. Okay. And it's pure. And I know it gets yeah. tested. Yep. And, uh, of course, you got to buy the container. You can't just eat it out of the bucket. But uh, yeah. all the same, it's a good, it's, I think it's a good value for what yeah. you're getting. It's homegrown. It's your own honey. Mm. Yeah, it's and it's so good for the people, you know, for your, your gut flora, bacteria, yep. and everything it's antimicrobial, yeah. antibacterial, oh. better than the artificial sugar. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that earlier. I only use it for baking. You talked yeah. about I only use it for baking. Yeah, and it's a thousand times sweeter than sugar, I yep. think, anyway. Yep. So, you much, know. much, yeah. yeah well, you don't I, use as much. Yeah. I definitely put it in my tea. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine honey with tea, tea with yeah. honey. I put too much honey in, though, I must say. <laughs> i got to put a little. Like so, a little tea with your honey? <laughs> how many people are, how many clients do you think you have would you think uh, I'm at about uh, between sort of 80 and 90 I think roughly Ooh. rented out just in the Nelson Bays area wow how, um, many, how many would you like <laughs> well I've probably got the capacity to go up to a couple of hundred I would oh, think oh so you could use twice as many people yeah, yeah, I would get, I'd get someone else helping me too if it got to that many, that those sort of numbers. But um, yeah, it'd be totally manageable. Um, and yeah, I think it's 
just just beneficial for the environment wow. and, and the more people aware of it the less sort of toxins are going to be getting sprayed around and it, it's sort of a win everything about it is good it, I, yeah, I don't know whether yeah. everybody I can sleep at night like, I, it's a good job <laughs> I don't know whether people even people even think about it you know the average person thinks about getting a hive uh, and how much like we have a little piece of property behind the house that, is, yeah. that seems to be a good spot yeah, a beautiful spot up there oh thank you <laughs> and do you think that everybody could find a spot everybody who has a home could possibly find a spot or is it sometimes it's like oh, I don't think we can put a hive here because it's um, no the bees need a home you know anywhere on the planet's generally okay I mean there's some some spots that aren't as great for hives but I think in suburbia and that it's anywhere's really great mm-hmm. you know as long as there's not too much of a build up but some, I mean, the commercial guys, they're putting 150 hives in one patch, you know, and, right. and it's a bit like, Absolutely. it's almost a bit greedy because, you know, they, yeah, you're shooting yourself in the foot in some ways because there's not enough food around for that many beehives, oh. you know, is what, oh, what happens. Right. Really? Um, yeah. I, well, so I guess you got to be near, it's, it's flowers mostly, is that? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Flowers. Yeah, it's surprising what they get nectar off, you know, all the flaxes, the, the beech trees oh. that we have um, excrete a nectar, not not off the flower, off the um, the trunks, um, oh. via another insect that's under the bark. Oh. And yeah, it's surprising. They're so resourceful. Wow. Um, they're bringing, there's new research in that, I've, and I've watched them bringing marsilium from mushrooms back to the hive like as a medication i think oh my god and 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 a propolis that they is another byproduct they sort of make or not a byproduct but they they stick their boxes together with and i think they use for um medication self-medication as well and that that the bees are self-medicating yeah yeah oh they're smart (laughs) man so so when a new plant (laughs) shoots a new bit of growth it um it has a shiny sort of layer to it you know most plants and that's the plant's antifungal, antiviral, uh, antibacterial layer that it's protecting the, the new shoot from. And the bees will come and actually scrape that off oh my God, and take that back amazing. to the hive. So, yeah, um, oh, there's a lot we don't know. You know, I think, yeah, a lot of things we don't know oh, yet what's man. going on. We love <laughs> it. well, it's supposedly like the perfect food. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. keep you going. Yeah, beekeepers chewing else. gum, they call it. So <laughs> quite often I'll chew on propolis, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you, now you were saying, I think this, is it true that honey is will never rot? It never goes bad? It no, no, they found it in the tombs, didn't they? In That's Egypt. what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tutankhamun's 2,000-year-old <laughs> yeah. honey. Yeah, well, it's the building edible. blocks of life. It's mm. like uh, what protein, carbohydrate, That's and water. That's why you could totally live <laughs> off honey. Could, yeah. you to- yeah. could you live off honey? Yeah. Well, I don't I, know. That's what yeah, I've read. Yeah. It's a perfect food. Yeah. You so could if, survive if, off of if, just If honey. it all goes to yeah. hell, <laughs> yeah. we have a bee and we can just go there and eat honey. And well. probably, could, could I lose weight? Or, I lose weight. I, I have just, a question, though. A couple of years ago, um, I looked out the window and all of our bees had come from the colony and were just buzzing all over the backyard. And I called Glenn in a panic and he said, I'll be there in an hour. So by the time he got there, they had formed this big sack of bees <laughs> hanging from a, a fern tree in our yep. backyard. And uh, what happened? What? And he just came and he said, That's good. It's low. I can get to them. And he just put a big box underneath the bag and smacked the tree. And yep. <laughs> the bag of bees fell into the box and he closed it up, got about 90% of them. And he said, I'm sure I got the queen, so the rest yeah. of them will just disperse and go back. Yeah. So why did they do that, do you think? Um, it's, they just naturally do it every year. Bees just swarm. I think it's how they kind of spread out around the planet. You know, they spread themselves out. Hmm. So when it comes springtime and the queen starts laying up again and there's food coming in and everything, the colony will just expand. You know, these ah. thousand eggs getting laid a day and all of a sudden there's too many bees for the hive. So 
they make the decision to swarm or split themselves, basically. So the old queen will leave with half of the troops or half of the bees and and they will go set up somewhere else. And it's, it's sort of to ensure the best survival for the existing colony by leaving it with a new queen. Oh, that's wow. just, it's amazing. It was amazing yeah, to yeah, watch. Yeah, I really. think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to study this. They're very docile like that too, so you don't need suits. or they're, they're not interested in stinging anyone because they don't have a home to protect at that time. See, they're in oh. transit. They're swarming from there. They don't wow. have anything to protect, so they're not interested in... But as soon as you get them in the home and they've been there for a few days or whatever, temperament completely changes. You know, <laughs> but they're back to pro- they've got something to protect them, you know, and, and some honey stored in there maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so let me just re- – let me see if we cover that. Hire a hive where you'll come down and put a hive on their on a person's property mm-hmm. and for about – Three fifty, uh, yeah. three twenty, or whatever it is, uh, three forty a, a year. Yep. You'll completely take care of everything, mm-hmm. and at the end, th- they'll get fifteen, kilos. fifteen yep. kilos of honey, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't have to do anything. No, no, and it's the pollination that all the neighbors are getting, and everyone, awesome. you know. So it's a, yeah. Well, what is the? Uh, give me some contact. Let's make sure we have all your contact information. We the website is. Uh, hireahive.co.nz And is there a phone number maybe? Uh, yeah, 027-264-0896 Repeat that. 027-264-0896 <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say? <laughs> we, we got about a minute. So. That's um, great. No, I think that's pretty good, eh? That's, um, yeah, it's just good to be, yeah, spreading the awareness, really, and getting people on board and supporting it. And we do. We try to talk yeah. everyone into oh, getting totally. a hive. Like, you've got yeah. to do this. Yeah, and yes. we hope this, this I, don't, I don't know if we have anybody listening. We never know. But hopefully somebody, <laughs> somebody's listening and they wrote that phone number down because you said it a second time and they're going to yeah. yeah, yeah. call you. And just I remember hireahive.com. Hireahive. It's, uh, it's the best, it's, I think it's the best bargain in in Nelson, in my opinion. Brilliant. And, Brilliant. Uh, yep. Yeah, well, you've got that product to work with, you know, the 15 kilo honey for winter to, to like you say, bake with and, oh. and keep yourself healthy with mm. for colds and flus. And I love going. And we got all that. You know, we, it takes a couple of hours to put it all in the containers. And I, yep. I love that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just hate, we, we waste a little though. I hate, I hate wasting. It's a sticky too. job, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> well, all right. I got Ben Wells, hire a hive. Um, Best deal in town for, for making your own honey, and we recommend you 100%. And Excellent. thank you so much thank for coming. Thank you, Ben. In. Cool. Thank Love you guys it. very much. Appreciate you coming down, hon. Okay. Cheers. I'm going I'm, I'm to let you go off with a song called uh, The Bee in the Bottle from Sinead Lohan. Sinead Lohan. Dying. This is all I ever 
shaking his head I'm sorry for the times you thought I was dead I've got no time now for suffering defeat The sting is in the dying We could all see in but he couldn't see out The bottle is in danger, he's filling it with doubt It's only time before I make you mine The sting is in the dying This is all I ever needed and it's my life Fresh FM. Honeycomb, honeycomb. Well, it's a darn good life, and it's kind of funny how the Lord made the bee, and the bee made the honey, and the honeybee looking for a home, and they called it a honeycomb, and they roamed the world, and they gathered all of the honeycomb in the one sweet fall, and the honeycomb from a million trips. Made my baby's lips so honeycomb I want you to be my baby Well, the honeycomb be my own Got a hank of hair and a piece of bone I made a walking, talking honeycomb Well, honeycomb I want you to be my baby Well, the honeycomb be my own What a darn good life when you got a wife Like a honeycomb Honeycomb And the Lord said now that I made a bee I'm gonna look all around for a green, green tree And he made a little tree and I guess you heard What then? Well, he made a little bird And they waited all around until the end of spring I get every note that the birdies sing And they put them all in the one sweet tone For my honeycomb, oh honeycomb oh, Won't you be my baby? Well, the honeycomb be my own Got a hank of hair and a piece of bone And made a walking, talking Honeycomb, well, honeycomb, I want you to be my baby, well, honeycomb, be my own. What a darn good life when you got a little wife like honeycomb. Honeycomb. And the Lord said now that I made a bird, I'm gonna look all around for a little old word. It sounds about sweet like turtle dove. And I guess I'm gonna call it love And he roams the world looking everywhere We're getting love from here, love from there And he put it all in a little old part Of my baby's heart, oh honeycomb Won't you be my baby, well the honeycomb be my own Got a hank of hair and a piece of bone They made a walking, talking honeycomb Well honeycomb, won't you be my baby Well the honeycomb be my own What a darn good life when you got a wife Like honeycomb. honeycomb. Listen online anytime. Freshfm.net. Well, I'm a king bay. Buzzing around Joe High. Well, I'm a king bay, baby. Buzzing around Joe High. Yeah, I can make honey, baby Let me come inside Well, I'm a king, babe 
want you to be my queen Well, I'm a king, baby, baby Want you to be my queen Together we can make honey The world has never seen Well, but so why? FM Radio by Four and about the top of the South. This is the land of milk and honey. This is the land of sun and song, and this is a world of This is the land of milk and honey This is the land of sun and song And this is a world of good and plenty Humble and proud and young and strong And this is the place where the hopes Of the homeless and the dreams of the lost combine This is the land that
Okay, that was Eddie Fisher uh, from Milk and Honey, a Broadway musical that debuted in October of 1962. The story centers around a busload of lonely American widows hoping to catch husbands while touring Israel, which used to be known as the land of milk and honey. Hmm. Right, and... uh, Okay, you know, I'm Michael Bortnigan. Nobody remembers the runner-up in a national spelling bee or the winner. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if we have time for this, so I'm not going to talk about the honey bucket too much. In Alaska, we had to use that for the uh, toilet reasons. I don't think I ever used it. Did you ever use it? No. I held it uh, in for two months. No, I would walk up to the school and Yeah, use I didn't want to use the honey bucket, but anyway... <laughs> Usually the honey bucket has to be dumped by the youngest boy uh, in the family. Yuck. Anyway, uh, the Florida Panhandle is the center for Tupelo honey. That honey is produced wherever Tupelo trees bloom. And in a good harvest year, Tupelo honey crop produced by a group of specialized Florida beekeepers has a value approaching uh, about a million dollars. And uh, let me see, what do I got here? I got some Tupelo honey songs here if I can find them. Um, well, the first one is from Arts arts um fishing club and it's called tupelo honey no it isn't well, let's just try it this way here. <laughs> let's go here we go arts here. Well, honey bear oh honey bee you're the sweetest damn honey i ever seen say the tupelo baby won't you Dance all night, we can sleep all day We'll make love like it's Saturday Tupelo, honey, won't you come home to me? Oh, my Tupelo, oh, oh, oh Lost my song and my appetite Oh, come back, baby, you can set me right Yeah, too below, baby, won't you come home to me? No southern bell, no bonnie lass Can cut me up like your smart ass Oh, too below, baby, won't you come home to me? Oh, my too below, oh, 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 honey Yeah, too below, Bones. I give up everything I own for Tupelo, baby, won't you come home me? There's no southern bell, no bonnie lass Can cut me up like your smart ass Oh, Tupelo, baby, won't you come home me? Oh, my Tupelo, oh, 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 Yeah, Tupelo
of the tin china and put it in a big brown bag for me and sail right round all the seven oceans and drop it straight into the deep blue sea and she's as sweet as two blue honey She's an angel of the first degree She's as sweet as blue honey Just like honey baby from the beer Now you can't stop us on the road to freedom And you can't dupe us cause our eyes can see Sweet as Tupelo honey And she's an angel Of the first degree And she's as sweet as Tupelo honey She's just like honey baby Uh-uh, oh, honey, don't Well, honey, 
baby, and you ought to know I like the way that you wear your clothes Everything about you is a doggone sweet You got that sand all over your feet So, uh-uh, hey, honey, don't preceded by um, a girl called Raina Del Cid, who covered the Van Morrison's Tupelo mm. Honey. Nice version. I thought so. I mm-hmm. like to do those covers, and that's it. nobody can stop us. Okay, I'm Michael Bortnick, and I float like a bee and sting like a butterfly. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's something I, I found out. Whatever happened to Honey Boo Boo and Mama June? Oh, God, who cares? Did they have that program here? It was called, uh, what was it called, Honey Boo Boo or something? Well, okay, I'll tell you. In uh, 2014, the TLC channel canceled the series after four seasons when cast member June, Mama June Shannon, was seen with Mark Anthony McDaniel, a man who served 10 years in prison after being convicted of aggravated child molestation, Ugh. and he's a registered sex oh offender. Oh, my God. Jeez. So, uh, you can Google Ooh, it. They, good riddance. <laughs> you can Google those women. And they, they, I don't need to. You can still to. see Honey Boo Boo. She's, oh, she's still a Honey Boo Boo. I uh, I know we talked off air about this great novel and film called The Secret mm, Life of Bees. Fabulous book. What's, what's that about? Well, it takes place in the 50s in the South, and it's about a young girl. I won't give away. And she gets sent. She escapes to the South from an abusive father, and um, her maid, kind of like I guess their maid, a black maid, takes her down there, and they go together. Good woman, and it's a strong female characters but it's about racism and and civil rights in the 50s it's um it's a coming of age book and are there bees oh yeah they're beekeepers and it's it's fabulous can't recommend so we're going to recommend the novel secret life of bees any age it's you know pg i don't don't have the author what kid 
I want to say somebody kid, something like K-I-D-D maybe. Okay, just remember. Monk secret. kid maybe. And mm. remember the film is also good. It can't be as good as the book. Okay, of course. <laughs> and the other question is, does Winnie the Pooh ever get stung? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> do bees, uh, sure. I have so many questions. I, I always have a bee in my bonnet, but we're running, out of, do. We're running out of time here. So <laughs> anyway. I want to thank you, Grace, as always. And th- thanks to Maggie. Maggie's always helping us thank out. Thank you, and Maggie. Thanks to Ben from Hira Hive. Big thanks to Ben. Let's say call or visit the website. That's hirahive.co.nz for right. more information. Get yourself a hive. And let's all remember the words of a guy who knew a thing or two about a thing or two, Albert Einstein, who said, if the bee disappears from the surface of the earth, man will have no more than four years left to live. Do we agree? Yep. Because that's where the plants come from. I so. believe Einstein. <laughs> I don't even. I don't know if we got four years left to live bees or not. True. Anyway. Uh, our closing song today comes from Lady A, formerly Lady Antebellum, and it's called American Honey, and it's about when, I guess, when times were better. And we will see you later, all right? So goodbye and good luck. Peace out. Where the church bells ring and strong love grows She grew up good, she grew up slow Like American honey Steady as a preacher, free as a weed Couldn't wait to get going, but wasn't quite ready to leave So when I
thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.